Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Everything with Erin, the podcast. Uh, you know, I did miss last week. I don't really have an excuse. I actually brought my mic with me to Vermont and fully anticipated on recording an episode with Connor and like kind of forcing him to do that. And then um, I totally forgot (laughs) and just didn't even record anything last week. So, so sorry about that. Um, Also, if you can hear the birds outside my room, I apologize for that on their behalf as well because they're being really fucking loud and I don't appreciate it. But anyways, just to give you a little bit of an update of what I've been up to, I've spent a lot of the end of last week in Vermont. And also when I do like my weeks on this episode, I do like Thursday to Thursday because, you know, if I was like actually throwing out episodes weekly, I would be just kind of saying what I've been up to since the last episode. Not that that matters. But anyways, I went to Vermont last Wednesday and spent from from Wednesday to Monday like afternoon there which was really really nice and Connor had some friends who visited and they went skiing on Saturday or some of them went skiing on Saturday we really just got to like hang out spend some quality time together play some games it was honestly lovely and so relaxing it was just really really nice weekend um And honestly, like, I don't even remember what we did on Thursday, but on Friday night, Connor and I were stuck in traffic for literally an hour and a half, I think. So Connor right now lives in Woodstock, Vermont, and we were driving in like the like Killington. Well, we were driving from Rutland to Killington and I will explain We got dinner in Rutland and I need to elaborate on that in a minute. But we were stuck in traffic like literally for an hour and a half standstill traffic. And it was agonizing because we were in a dead zone and had absolutely no service. And that was like the craziest part because I was like, we can't even tell anyone that we're in traffic. Like... Nobody knows. And like we had some of his friends who we were expecting to meet at the house and we were like, we can't even tell them that like we're not even going to be there when they get there. So it ended up all working out, but we're a part of a Facebook group where we learned like what happened with the accident and it was so icy on the roads and there was like a really bad accident and there was a driver who ended up like being in a really bad state and you know had to go in an ambulance I believe he's okay now I saw a picture of him yesterday on this Facebook group he seems okay but the craziest part of it all was that his dog was missing because he was in the car with him so all weekend I spent updating this freaking Facebook page like refreshing it to see If the dog had been found, people were literally out looking for him all weekend. It was so amazing. And they did. They found him on Sunday night. And that was just a beautiful thing. And then yesterday, the dog, Arlo, 
and his owner were reunited. So that was just a beautiful thing to see and honestly like consumed a lot of what I was uh, paying attention to over the weekend. So anyways, back to what we were doing in Rutland. We finally went to, well, I finally went to Connor's favorite sandwich shop because he grew up in that area. And so we went to Gill's, which is literally the greatest sandwich I've ever eaten in my whole life. And I have to be honest with you about something. I actually don't really love sandwiches that much. It has to be like a really specific sandwich. Like I love an Italian sub, but I hate onions and I hate pickles. And so I can't have either of those on there. And I love a plain, like just plain old turkey and cheese. I like mayo now, but like mm, we don't need it. So that's normally my sandwich order is either one of those two. Um, And so I was a little bit nervous to be taken to Gills because, you know, Connor's been hyping this place up to me for like a year now. And also his sister has been as well. And so I was just like, oh my God, like what if I don't like it? I'm going to have to tell them that I don't like it. And then I'm going to be in trouble that I don't like it. So I just, you know, was like, what are you going to get? Like, I'll get the same thing. And so it was a hot, I think that he calls it the hot meats combo. It's just called hot meats. I don't know what the combo he thinks is, but the, that wasn't on the menu. I was looking at the menu and it was not on there. I got a small, but let me tell you, they have size, sizes ranging from mini to small, medium, large, and giant. Okay. So yeah, I need to get a mini the next time because I didn't even finish my small, but it was so fucking good. And the best part about it, I have to say, obviously the pepperoncini because like, stop, like they're so good. But the fact that they don't do like, you have to specifically ask if you want shredded lettuce in your in your sub because the default is that they give it to you with cabbage. Oh my God, guys, the crunch, the crispiness, like oh my god there's a dog outside crying like I can't like that we live in a zoo like the amount of noises that are happening outside right now are is not conducive for podcasting so I apologize if you just heard our neighbor dog cry but anyways yeah back to the cabbage um holy shit it was literally the best sub I've ever had in my life and then when I was telling my friends about it Leah was like you don't even like sandwiches so like is it the best sub that you've ever had or is it just like the only stuff you've ever had and I was like that's actually extremely fair but I can tell you that like it's actually so good and right before we went um there was like a pod not a podcast a TikTok account that like did a thing on gills and what was it was called devour I think is the TikTok account and Connor had to make it known when we went there that the reason we were there was not because of the TikTok account. He actually has been going there for so long. And I just was making fun of him for that. But it was delicious. If you're ever in the Rutland area, I'm not sure why you would be, but highly recommend Gills. And now I have a t-shirt from Gills because before we went, Connor gave me Connor was the vessel in which to give me the t-shirt that was from his sister (laughs) and now I have a Gills t-shirt as well so that's amazing um but we had some amazing eats 
This past weekend, we got breakfast one day at Sugar and Spice, which I think is probably technically in Chittenden. I don't know. Um, I don't really know where it is technically, but actually incredible breakfast. It's in like an old sugar shack and it is just literally delicious. I got the sugar and spice pancakes, obviously, which came with like cinnamon inside them. And like, I think they have like maple sugar baked into them too. Like I can't guys, like they were the best pancakes I've ever had. I actually ate them leftover. And if you know me, that's going to be, you're going to, your jaw's on the floor because I don't eat leftovers very much. And the fact that I even ate leftover pancakes, like I know that's how good they were. We also, so let's see, we ate sugar and spice on Sunday morning. We Friday night, what the fuck did we do for dinner? Oh, well, we ate Gillis on Friday night. And then Saturday, um, we, oh, we went to Monvert Cafe for some coffee in the afternoon, which is like so good. Oh my God, I love their coffee. And then that's in Woodstock. And then um, we went to Ramuto's in Bridgewater on Saturday night, which was so good. Great pizza. They're freaking huge. The best part about Ramuto's, and there's like, this is like a chain, but for some reason, I think this one is specifically different because it has a different website. But anyways, you can get any of their flavors in Sicilian style. And like the fact that they let you do that is just such a beautiful thing. And I think from now on, we will only be getting Sicilian style because I actually think it's so good. And like they're massive. They're literally massive pizzas. There were maybe seven of us and we got three pizzas and I was like, no way. We're going to need more than that. Like we're absolutely going to need four pizzas. And We actually only ate like two and a half pizzas (laughs) because that's how big they are. And so yeah, 10 out of 10. If you ever see it, Killington or Pico, you got to go to Ramuto's. So good. Um, And then I came home on Monday after Arlo was found. I thought, okay, I can leave Vermont now that he's safe. You know, my work here is done. And I went home Monday because obviously I had to be home for the Love Island premiere because you already know Monday night was the premiere of Love Island season nine. It's a winter season. I believe it's in South Africa. I actually have no idea, but I have thoughts about this villa. It looks like it's from the fucking Sims. Like it, it's so flat and I just don't like it. I don't like the layout of the villa. It's a new villa And I like the contestants so far. It's only been a couple of episodes, so I still don't really know anybody's name. Um, But I just, like, feel like they made a mistake with the location because, A, it literally looks like a Sims house. But also, it has been so windy there that it's, like, honestly really distracting when you're watching, like, how windy it is. And, like, you can't really hear it in the mic, which I don't even know how that's possible, but, like... Their hair is blowing all over the place. Like, all the trees are blowing, like, crazy. Like, it is insane. They must be so uncomfortable because I can't imagine, like, just having to sit outside all day and deal with wind like that. Like, that's so annoying. Um, So, yeah, stay tuned. Love Island is back, and I'm really excited about it. And it's not on Hulu yet in the U.S., so I will not tell you how I'm watching it (laughs) because pretty sure this website is, like, not legit 
But you could watch it with a VPN if you wanted to and log into ITV Hub. Or you can just wait till it comes on Hulu in the US. But I literally have no idea when that's going to be. And last night, I ate, honestly, one of my favorite meals, if not my favorite meal in the whole world. And let me tell you a little story. So we had this Greek restaurant that we loved to go to for like years. And Ari had been going there for years before with her family and then just so kindly introduced me to it. I think I went once with her and her parents and I was like, hello, this is literally the greatest food I've ever had. And we used to go there all the time, especially in the summer because it just had like the most crisp air conditioning, just delicious summery food. Like it was just so good. And then in the pandemic, it closed and that location, so the restaurant's called the Aegean and that location was in Framingham. And they closed during the pandemic and we were devastated. I was utterly devastated because it was one of like our best options to go out to eat. Not that there aren't places to go out to eat around here. And by the way, I'm in Massachusetts if you're listening from another country. (laughs) But I just like, I can't. It was so good. And then I don't know if I, how I heard this. I think it was on Facebook somewhere. But they were going to open a location in Waltham on Moody Street. And if you're, again, listening from another country, that means nothing to you. But this street has just like a ton of different restaurants on it. Literally closer to where I live than than going all the way to Framingham. But, you know, we would do that. And they opened like maybe a month or two ago. We went for the first time a couple of weeks ago and it was absolutely divine. I think I was not... I was definitely enjoying the experience, but I was more so like spending so much time while we were there the last time, like comparing like, are these potatoes the same as they used to be? You know, the salad, is it the same? Like all those types of things. So I feel like I was more like, I wasn't in the moment as much maybe the last time we were there. And so Ari and I went last night and I have to tell you, I think this is actually my favorite restaurant, like period, like actually my favorite restaurant. And let me tell you why. It's because every single like appetizer, meal, salad, dessert is like a hundred out of 10. There are no misses. They do not miss. I lick my plate clean. Like I can't even tell you how fucking delicious everything is. And like I'm just absolutely obsessed. We didn't have to make a reservation, which is my favorite thing. It was pretty slow because it was like, what a Wednesday night we went in there sat down also their fountain sodas are like especially good and when you sit down they serve you bread that has olives baked into it which I don't even like olives and I'm fucking obsessed with this bread it was hot and fresh out of the oven literally steaming as I tore into it and then they give you oil with feta in it and I'm just like oh my god you guys are so generous like this is literally the most delicious I could just sit there and eat the bread and oil and feta like for hours. Like I don't even need anything else. Like you, you put me there with fountain soda and that like I'm happy. Like that's good enough for me. But no, then you order your food and I get the chicken kebab, which comes with a choice of rice or potatoes. I've never even had their rice because honestly, it's all about the potatoes. And oh my God, guys, the potatoes I'm like emotional that I'm not eating it right now. It's like long potato like 
wedges. They're huge wedges though. So they're like cutting the potato like lengthwise and they must be soaked in some sort of like lemon like concoction because they are the most lemony roasted potatoes like I actually can't even explain to you like how they are made and I I have no idea I literally have no idea how they do it it is divine and they're just like falling apart they're a little crispy on the edges and they're so good oh my god like the potatoes like they're literally so good obviously the chicken kebab it's delicious but like it's all about the potatoes and then I get a side salad and this salad is the greatest salad in the world the dressing like I don't even know what they're doing back there with this dressing it's like it's probably just honest to god like oil and vinegar but like whatever they're doing with that combination and like some seasonings like I I'm speechless like it is the greatest crispest coldest salad I do always forget to ask for it without red onion so I do spend the first like couple of minutes picking out all the red onion but it is literally delicious. And the best part, you know what we end with? A cup of rice pudding each covered in cinnamon with this delicious whipped cream that I swear to God they must make themselves because it's so good. And I swear that the whipped cream is also cinnamon flavored. Like I can't guys, I literally can't. It is so good. And like I was obsessing last night about ordering another round like of the bread and oil. Like we finished ours and then I was like, I need more. I literally need it. And I was just being gluttonous because I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be back here. Like I could go back literally like this weekend if I really wanted to. But I just like I needed to just eat as much as I possibly could. But I'm glad I didn't because we ate a lot of food. And by the time I left, like I didn't feel sick. And if I had eaten more bread, I absolutely would have been like rolling out of there. But my favorite food, period. And I'm pretty sure that I want to go there for my family birthday dinner. So dad, if you're listening, which I know you are, um, we are going to go to the Aegean. And it's mostly because I want to force everyone to eat there because I know that they would really, really enjoy it. And so we're all going to get to experience that together. So you're welcome. Um, and yeah, that was just, that was amazing. And so going into my peaks and pits of the week, my peak was obviously all the food that I ate this week. Cause it was all like, honestly, 10 out of 10. Like I can't even like tell you a bad meal I had. I don't think like even the freaking Wendy's chicken nuggets I got the other day were like hot and fresh and juicy. Like I've just been eating the best quality foods like I can't complain my pit is gonna be that we were stuck in traffic for an hour and a half with no cell service because there's really only so much you can do and that was honestly the worst but glad Arlo's okay and then obviously let's go into my tv recap slash books I've been reading because I have to tell you some of those as well. So I just uh, like two days ago finished Dairy Girls season three on Netflix, which I fucking didn't know was the end of the show. Like, I can't believe that. I literally finished the episode and I was like, hmm, that really felt like a series finale. And then I look it up and it's like all about how people are like devastated that the show's ending. And I'm like, hmm, why did it have to end? Why in the last episode did we need to jump 
one year into the future and then have everybody turn 18. We couldn't have had one more year of everyone in high school. That's fucking rude. I was like so upset about that. If you haven't watched Dairy Girls, it's so, so good. It's about these like high schoolers who go to like a Catholic girls school in the in Ireland in the 90s and it's very 90s. They have the best accents and it's a lot about like the politics and like the like wars and stuff that were kind of going on around that time and like it's so good. Like it's so funny and it's really, really good. And I'm really sad that it's over because I love that show so much. And I would rewatch it, honestly, in like a couple years if I forget like everything that's happened. I just wish it was longer. I'm really sad. Um, I don't know if that's a ne- I think that's a Netflix show. I'm actually not sure. Mm, maybe it's like a BBC show that then we just get on Netflix, but they give it to, they would just drop it all at once. Um, and then obviously I've been watching Love Island. I'm not going to elaborate on that because I really, it's like been two episodes. I don't have a lot to say, but I have like a list of other shows that I really want to watch. I really want to watch Abbott Elementary because I keep seeing videos on TikTok and they keep winning so many awards that I'm like, okay, like the show's so funny. So I want to watch that soon. I still have to watch, um, season two of Sex Lives of College Girls, which is one of Mindy Kaling's shows, so good. And I still haven't seen season two of Only Murders in the Building, so I have to watch that. And yeah, other than that, I have been reading a lot because I was reading Kristen Hanna's The Great Alone, and it was so, so good. If you don't know who Kristen Hanna is, she is an author who wrote The Nightingale, she wrote um, Four Winds. I didn't read that one. Um, and she wrote Winter Garden, which was really good. And The Great Alone is basically about this girl who is 13 and she's an only child and her parents, she lives with her parents and her dad is just kind of like a little bit of like a loose cannon, like a free spirit. He like wants to just go try new things all the time. They're always moving around for all of his different passions and he is a Vietnam war veteran and he suddenly like decides that they're all gonna move to Alaska when she's 13 and it's all about her time living in Alaska what it's like living in like literally the Alaskan bush like they're living like on what they call like a homestead so they have like a ton of land they have to you know get all of their own food and like hunt and you know it's crazy so a lot of that plus like a lot of violence in her family her dad obviously had like a lot of PTSD PTSD from the war and it's so good oh my god I probably could have finished it faster but the last half of the book is so intense that and like suspenseful that I like had to stop because I was staying up so late reading it and one day I just was like okay you have to stop because you're gonna be I was like I'm gonna stay up all night and finish this book and I was like no you have to wait so I like took a break for a few days and I'm kind of disappointed that I did that because the last like maybe 30% of the book it kind of feels like you're reading a different book and 
it I feel like I wish I had read it more cohesively instead of taking a few days off and like then going back to it but it was so good and I highly highly recommend that if you haven't read that already um and now I'm reading a book called State Change by Robin Burzen and I will tell you about her in a second um because going into my obsessions I really couldn't even think of like any that I had because I can't I mean besides all the different restaurants that I told you about that I've eaten at the last week I don't feel like I've really been doing a whole lot I haven't really been watching a ton of tv and like I only I had started Dairy Girl season three like months ago and I only had like two and a half three episodes to watch this week um And yeah, so other than that, I have been listening to a lot of podcasts and I've been listening to just ones that I like catch up on every week. But, you know, I love to I listen to like so many a day. I think I listened to like three or four podcast episodes yesterday and today I've already listened to two. And so I have been listening to a lot of Erin and Sarah Foster's uh, podcast, which is called World's First Podcast. And if you don't know who they are, they are actresses, Erin is a writer, they own a clothing company, but they're David Foster, the music producer's daughters. And I've been following them for years. I love them and their podcast is really, really good. And they kind of balance it between having just solo episodes with the two of them and their sisters. So there's like some bickering, there's... Uh, people writing in asking them questions and they'll answer them but they also have really amazing guests and Ari has been listening to this podcast since it came out and really kind of picking out the episodes she thinks I'm gonna like and recommending them to me and so on my drive home the other day oh also a pit is that I fucking took me forever to get home because I forgot it was a long weekend on Monday oh my god that was so annoying anyways um I listened to the episode that they had, let me see what the name of the episode is so you can find it if you're curious. I am going to link it in the show notes, but it's called You Have to Listen to Your Body with Dr. Robin Burzen. And she is from Parsley Health, which is basically this like holistic um, private practice. And she's a medical doctor. I was telling my mom about this yesterday and she was like, um, Erin, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, no, they're doctors. They're real doctors at this practice. And she was like, oh, I thought that these were just like, she just d- didn't really understand what holistic health meant. But anyways, uh, Dr. Robin Burson is, went to Columbia Medical School and she is started this private practice called Parsley Health, where they basically, um, like look at the whole person instead of, you know, you go to the primary care and you say, oh, I have this rash on my arm. And they're like, oh, okay, well, here, go see a dermatologist. Like it instead of like funneling out all of your problems to different specialists and not really looking at like, why do you have this rash? Like what is causing it? What else has been going on in your life right now? Like, do you have any sort of stress you might be having or anything like that or like oh you're super sleep deprived like you know instead of saying hey take an Ambien which not everyone's gonna do but you know I feel like that is really common in in this country to like just prescribe something to someone instead of doing that being like okay like did you have a thyroid problem like what else is going on in your life like did you recently just have a big life change like is your mental health being affected and like I feel like taking a look at like the whole person, their whole health history, 
taking into account any sort of external factors and really running a lot of diagnostic tests to see and just by that I mean like lab tests to just see like where are your levels at like do you have like you know like I said like a thyroid issue or like some sort of metabolic thing that could be going wrong um, or like a deficiency in like vitamin D or something like all these different things I just found so interesting for her to talk about on this podcast I actually really, really highly recommend listening to it. For me, I found it especially interesting because I have had acid reflux for, I want to say like seven or eight years, like really, really bad acid reflux and just honestly came out of absolutely nowhere when I was in college and like I've been on prescription medication since then. I've had an endoscopy. I have... If I miss one dose of my medicine, like I am in agony. And so it's just really interesting to think like, okay, well, what else was going on around the time when I first was diagnosed with acid reflux? Like, or, you know, what is my gut health like? Like I I was really sick as a kid. And so like, was I on a lot of antibiotics that like killed all of my bacteria in my gut and then just it's so fucked up that I now have this issue with acid reflux like that type of stuff like I've never thought of before and it's just really so interesting and so what I've really been doing over the last couple of days I mean I have a really bad memory but I'm also 27 so like I have been writing down all of my like health history and like my life history which is sounds funny to say but like it's so interesting to look at a piece of paper and say like oh shit yeah well this year like you know 2017 or something like x happened and y happened with my health like at the same time and you're like oh yeah like I didn't even think to connect those things but it might all be connected and so I am reading her book Robin Burson's book which is called State Change and it's really good It's basically a lot about like empowering um, the reader to take a look at this type of stuff within themselves and their health if they're really struggling or, you know, want to make any changes in their life to their health and including their mental health as well. And it's about a lot of like how you can, you know, advocate for yourself at your doctor's office or, you know, look into your body a lot more instead of like having to become a like obviously I would love to be a patient at a private practice but that's probably not going to happen right now and so like I think that the book is really interesting because I'm able to be like okay like what can I do to like maybe dig into this problem a little bit more for myself and so that's just like one example of something that I have going on that I think would be really interesting to look into because like I don't love that I've been on all this medicine for all these years and like one of which like has some pretty like gnarly side effects like when you've been on it for a really long time and so I just think that's really interesting and I've been definitely obsessed with that over the last few days because I've been reading her book at night and I sent my mom the podcast episode and I was like writing out all my health history and like I only know so far back so I was like mom like do you have all my pediatric like um documents from going to the pediatrician as a kid because I was really sick as a kid I had my tonsils taken out when I was really little 
And she was like, oh, yeah, I have all of that. So I'm going to like write all that stuff down, too, just to like see what that looks like on paper, because there's just so many times that I've forgotten like, oh, yeah, I had pneumonia this day and I had this. that, And I know that people get sick and kids get sick, but like it's just really interesting to like look at it all and then look at as an adult, like what kind of like chronic health issues I'm like suddenly having and being like what the fuck went wrong like I'm a relatively like healthy person like definitely don't exercise as much as I need to if at all but um you know like what could any of these like things be connected to so that I found very interesting and other than that I've just been listening to that podcast um and listening to other episodes that they have because I just like having something on in the background and I have been really enjoying listening to that. So I will leave you with that. I feel like this has been a long episode of just me talking for 30 minutes. I will see you hopefully next week. Maybe not, you know, in the morning on Thursday, but something like this where I drop it in the afternoon could be possible. And I don't really have a lot going on in the next week, which is very nice to, to have. Um, hopefully going to have dinner with one of my friends tomorrow night. And other than that, um, just chilling. So thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Erin Ida Murphy or the podcast at Everything with Erin Pod. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to give it five stars if you're listening on Spotify or rate it if you're listening on Apple Music and or Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music. (laughs) And I will see you guys next week. Bye.